This is KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzei Torah. Today's Thursday. And we are sponsoring a series of Shiurim by Harav Moshe Eberman on the positive mitzvot, the positive side of Shabbat. Harav Eberman. Last week, we spoke about the general principles of the mitzvot asay of Shabbat, Zahor, Shamor, Kavod Vaonig. It's now time to move on to the details, and we will begin in chronological order. Therefore, let us start with Kavod Shabbat. Kavod Shabbat is chronologically the first of the mitzvot asay, since it is fulfilled not only on Shabbat, not at a later stage of Shabbat, but throughout the week. The Shulchan Aruch in Siman Reishmem Bet states as follows, Tzarich letzamtsem bish'ar yamim k'day l'chabed Shabbat. Even the minimalistic act of minimizing the amount of food we eat, the pleasures we allow ourselves, and retaining, whether it's actual food or money, to acquire food and to allow us to save something for Shabbat, it in of itself is an expression of Lechabed Shabbat, to bring about Kavod Shabbat. Therefore, Kavod Shabbat actually applies not only during the week itself, but Kavod Shabbat applies throughout the entire week. Some further examples of how Kavod Shabbat relates to the entire week we have a halacha, a takana of Ezra, that one should do their laundry, wash their garments on Thursday. The rationale in Ezra's takana was that during the week, were one to wash their clothing earlier, then by the time we would reach Shabbat, their clothing would no longer or possibly would not be clean. Therefore, we strive to do the laundry as close as possible to Shabbat. Yet, if we were to wait to the last minute, literally, namely till Friday, then the effort and time necessary to wash one's clothing especially before the invention of the washing machine, when doing one's laundry was a major physical effort, would inhibit the ability to focus on preparing food. Therefore, Ezra made a takana, creating a proper balance, in which we strive to wash our garments as late as possible so that they be clean for Shabbat, yet leaving Friday 
as a day focused and intended for cooking and preparing one's food for the meals of Shabbat. As we mentioned, the actual act of cooking on Shabbat, Bishul on Shabbat, is part and parcel of the practice of Kibud Shabbat to the extent that we find in the Gemara a story, Rav Anan Lavish Gunda, Detanya Devei Rabbi Ishmael, Gadim Shebishel Bahem Kdera Lerabo, Alim Zog Bahem Kos Lerabo. Rav Anan would put on a black smock on Friday to demonstrate that was, this was not a day for keeping clean and neat, but rather for cooking food for the Sabbath. In other words, Rav Anan was expressing that an essential part of Friday was the act of preparing food by putting on this smock, by saying, this is a day that I'm putting on my apron, my clothing for cooking. Therefore, as we said, Kvod Shabbat actually accompanies the Shabbat almost from the moment it departs, the previous Shabbat departs, till the start or through the next Shabbat. What is the meaning of Kvod Shabbat? What is it that we think of when we speak of the concept Kavod Shabbat, Kavod, by definition, is respectability. Adam Chubad is a respect, respectful person. It means to separate something from others by showing that he is, or she, or it is more respectful. The idea of Kvod Shabbat is to distinguish between Shabbat and the rest of the days by showing that this day is a day that requires extra respect, a higher standard. But in a more specific way, what is it that constitutes the actual fulfillment of Kavod Shabbat. And here we find an interesting structure in the Rambam, who, as opposed to the Shulchan Aruch, that spreads out the mitzvot and the halachot of Kavod Shabbat in varied places, because the Shulchan Aruch follows a certain chronological order of preparation, and then actual Shabbat halachot, the Rambam takes the unit of Kvod Shabbat and discusses it over approximately four or five halachot. And his direction is to analyze the Kvod Shabbat and structure a direction of what the meaning of Kvod Shabbat is all about. And the Rambam opens with the words, Ezehu Kvod Shabbat. What constitutes, what defines the idea of Kvod Shabbat? 
says the Rambam, Ezehu Kvod Shabbat, זה שאמרו חכמים שמצווה על אדם לרחוץ פניו, ידיו ורגליו בחמים בערב שבת, מפני כבוד השבת. הוא מתעטף בציצית ויושב בכובד ראש, מייחל להקבלת פני השבת, כמו שהוא יוצא לקראת המלך. וחכמים הראשונים היו מקבצים תלמידיהם בערב שבת, ומתעטפים ואומרים, בואו ונצא לקראת שבת המלך. Without detailing the exact words of the Rambam. What the Rambam is saying here is, what is Kvod Shabbat? Kvod Shabbat is preparing oneself, literally one's body and mind, for the coming of Shabbat. And bringing oneself to a state in which he awaits the forthcoming of Shabbat. Meyachel, he sits and awaits the coming of Shabbat, concluding with when the Shabbat enters, saying, Bo likrat Shabbat ha-melech. The next halacha, the Rambam once again says, Umichvod ha-Shabbat, shilbash ksut nekiyah. The Rambam here details the issue of proper clothing for Shabbat. He no longer is speaking about one's body, one's soul, but rather the clothing that cover one's person. I skip halacha dalid for the moment and proceed to halacha hey. Halacha hey says, Mesader adam shulchano be'erev Shabbat. One is to set his table on Erev Shabbat, to prepare it for Shabbat so that the room, the house, looks neat. The house looks decorated. To distinguish that same distinction. One has to do it before Shabbat enters. So that as Shabbat enters, that respectability, that elegance, that is brought about to the home by having the table set by having a tablecloth on one's table, is there in the immediate beginning of Shabbat. The candles lit, the table set, the couches are neatly set up, ready to be sat on. We look at this structure. The Rambam begins with the person himself, moves on to the clothing that one wears, and from there progresses to the environment, to the framework in which one functions throughout Shabbat. But, interestingly, the Rambam states, first, Ezehu Kvod, and then elaborates, and then in Halacha, Gimel, Umichvod HaShabbat. Rav Salveitchik noted this duality and basically was of the opinion that the first Halacha, Halacha Bet, Eizehu Kvod Shabbat, is talking about the essence of Kvod Shabbat. Umichvod Shabbat in Halacha Gimel is that there is an 
added dimension, there is something contributed to this Kavod Shabbat when one wears special garments or adjusts his garments in such a way that they express a unique form of dress for Shabbat. In addition to that, or a further step of Umichvod Shabbat, also what adds to the Kavod Shabbat is what we find in Halachahe, the idea of his home, his surroundings, reflecting that uniqueness, that aspect of Kavod Shabbat. The Rambam, as Rav Salvechik presented him, is saying that the essence of Kavod Shabbat is what we find in Halacha When we read carefully in Halacha what we find is that the idea of Kavod Shabbat is to receive the Shabbat. Lekabel Pnei Shabbat. Rambam speaks about actions that are done to prepare one's body for this. Washing hands and face, using hot water, which is a unique aspect at the time of the Rishonim. Not as we have today. Today we naturally take showers and we take hot showers. Time of Chazal, much of the washing that people did on a regular basis was with cold water. And therefore there's a stress here, it should be a finer, a more significant washing, one that is done bechamin, with hot water. Umitatef betzitzit veyoshev bekoved rosh meyachel laakbalat pnei Shabbat. And then he wears, puts on his tzitzit, his mitatef betzitzit, and sits and waits with anticipation for the coming of Shabbat. Interestingly, the idea of Kabbalat Shabbat, the receiving of Pnei Shabbat, is found in the Gemara in Shabbat and Davkuf Yutet. The Gemara there teaches us that Rabbi Chanina Mi'atef Vekai Apanya de Malei Shabta Amal Bou Venetze Likrat Shabbat Hamalka Rabbi Yanai Lavish Manei Malei Malei Shabbat Ve'amal Boi Chala Boi Chala Rabbi Chanina would wrap himself in finery, in fine clothing, and stand towards evening on Friday. He would then say, Come, let us go out and greet the, the Sabbath, the Queen. Rabbi Yanai would put on his Shabbat, his Sabbath clothes, on Friday, and say, Boi chala, boi chala, come, O bride, come, O bride. Both 
Rabbi Hanina and Rabbi Yanai are expressing an idea of receiving the Shabbat, greeting the Shabbat as a guest that is coming, but not just any guest, but a very special guest, Shabbat Hamalka, the queen, a royal guest. Shabbat is to be received as royalty. And from here we can understand how the halachot of Kavod Shabbat come about. When one hosts royalty, when one hosts people of importance, one makes sure that his house or her house are clean, their table is set properly for the meal, one put, puts on nice clothing, no one is going to host some royalty or some important personality in their jeans and t-shirt. They're going to wear their finer clothing and create an atmosphere that presents that respect for the incoming guest. So too here, the Shabbat is seen as a queen. We receive the queen and we therefore fix everything appropriately in a manner that respects, that says, here we are ready for royalty. But here we find something interesting in the Rambam. If you paid attention, the Rambam to a great extent in the latter part of Halachabet is paraphrasing this Gemara in Shabbat. And he says, Mitatef betzitzit v'yoshev bekoved rosh meyachel lekabel pnei ha-Shabbat kemo shu yotze likrat ha-Melech. Potsan tzitzit, he dresses finely and sits with seriousness anticipating the coming of the Shabbat. And then he proceeds, V'chachamim ha-Rishonim hayu mekabtsim talmidehem the early Chachamim would gather their students, Be'erev Shabbat, Umit Atfim, once again this idea of Ituf, of putting on garments of respect, Ve'omrim, Bo'u ve'neitze likrat Shabbat HaMelech. While the Rambam is paraphrasing the Gemara, the Rambam is also making one significant change. While in the Gemara, we find that both Rabbi Hanina and Rabbi Yanai related to Shabbat HaMalka, the Rambam speaks of Shabbat HaMelech. Was this change Coincidental? Or is the Rambam trying to teach us something by stating this change? Rav Salvechik, in his Shiur on Kavod Vaoneg, in Shiurim Lezecher Abamori, which I mentioned last week, suggests that 
This change in the Rambam's wording is not in any way accidental, but very much intentional. When the Rambam writes Melech, he is refocusing the idea of whom we are receiving. It's true that Shabbat is entering, but the focus of our hosting someone is not Shabbat, but rather the Melech. Melech Malchei Hamlachim HaKadosh Baruch Hu. God Himself. We are basically coming to host HaKadosh Baruch Hu in our home on Shabbat. And the Rav proceeded to show that many of the specifics in this halacha, including the idea of washing, including the idea of ituf betzitzit, including the idea of sitting in anticipation, in kovid rosh, taking a certain level of detachment from what has been and focusing on what is coming is something that parallels almost identically the experience which is meant to be on enduring tefillah. The Rav said that both places, what we are actually doing is preparing ourselves for Kabbalat Pnei Shechina. Shabbat is not just another day. It is not only a day that is different and unique because HaKadosh Baruch Hu rested on that day. There is another element the Rambam is teaching us about Shabbat. On Shabbat, HaKadosh Baruch Hu kivyachol b'chvodo ve'atzmo. HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself comes as a guest to our home. And using this idea... Soveitchik also further expressed the distinction between Shabbat and Yom Tov, where on Yom Tov there is the element of Simcha, but Yom Tov there is also a halacha of wearing one's finest of finest of garments. And the reason, says Rav Soveitchik, is that while on Shabbat we host HaKadosh Baruch Hu in our home, on Yom Tov, one is actually going to visit HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Aliyah Laregel is part of many of the Yomim Tovim. We come to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But on Shabbat, on Shabbat, we are the hosts. On Shabbat, HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes to us. And therefore, we attempt to both prepare ourselves, to dress ourselves in accordance to the arrival of Shechina, and to prepare our home as deserving of that Shekhinah. The idea that the essence of Kvod Shabbat is in that receiving of Shabbat, that Kabbalat Pnei Shabbat, can help us understand the custom in many Batei Knesset, many of the shuls 
that when saying the song of L'chadodi during Kabbalat Shabbat, when we reach the final section, Bo'i b'shalom ateret ba'ala, we turn around. And here, the Mishnah Brura in Siman Reish Samachbet, Sif Katan Yud, states as follows. V'anu, nohagim shemahapchim pnehim letzad ma'arav, kshomrim bo'i b'shalom. V'nohagim la'amod, v'nohagim la'amod az, v'la'asot dugma, kemo shemekabel pnei adam gadol. Exactly what we said here. This is the moment we turn around to receive this gadol. But in this case, we act as we would if it was an Adam gadol. But in this case, it is not an Adam gadol. It is the gadol of Agdolim. It is a Kaddish Baruch Hu b'chvodo There is an interesting dispute on this particular halacha. The Mishnah Brura, as we read it, says the custom is to turn our face towards Ma'arav. Ma'arav, the West, symbolizes the Makom Hashchina, the place where HaKadosh Baruch Hu dwells. And as if we are turning towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu to where He dwells and awaiting His entrance to Beit Knesset, to join us for Shabbat. The Aruch HaShulchan in Siman Reish Samachbet Seif Hei words it slightly differently. The Aruch HaShulchan says, Uvacharuz HaAcharon, the last paragraph of Lechadodi, Omdim vechozrim panenu klapei hapetach veomrim boi beshalom. We turn towards the entrance and we say boi beshalom. In most places throughout the world, the way Batei Knesset were built, the front of the Beit Knesset was the Aron HaKodesh and it was basically directed towards the east, the Mizrach, and the idea that Mizrach represented the direction of Eretz Yisrael. The entrance to the Batei Knesset was usually from behind. So that in most Batei Knesset, the entrance and Ma'arav were one and the same. But the question really is, what was meant when we turned around? The Mishnah Brura says, where are we headed to? Where are we turning to? The home, Kivyachol, the place of dwelling of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, towards Ma'arav. 
the. Aruch HaShulchan is saying no. We turn towards the door. The place where we anticipate, and part of the idea here is that anticipation, we, we anticipate this important guest, the Shekhinah, will enter because you enter the Bet Knesset through the doors. Both actually are directing it at the same idea. The difference between the Aruch HaShulchan and the Mishnah Brura is simply whether we would turn to the door or to the west. The distinction or the issue halacha is much more common in Eretz Yisrael where Batei Knesset face different directions because if you live as I do in the Gush Etzion area, you are south of Yerushalayim. Therefore, you are facing in your tefillah north. If you live in Tzfat, you are north of Yerushalayim, and therefore you will be facing during your tefillah south. And if you live down in the Jordan Valley, you'll actually be facing west. Consequently, the question is when one says, Bo'i b'shalom, and one wants to express this idea of receiving Pnei Ashkina, should it be done by turning towards Makom HaShchina, the place of the dwelling of Shechina, west? Which would mean that if you were in Bikat HaYarden in the Jordan Valley, you would actually not turn in any direction? And if you live in the Gush Etzion area, then you would turn to your left, probably not the entrance to the Bet Knesset, or, as the Aruch HaShulchan says, to turn towards the door, the place of entering, where we anticipate the Shekhinah to enter the Beit Knesset, which would probably be either in the south or on the southeast end of the Bet Knesset. I'll conclude with one more idea following this line. If we accept the idea that the essence of Kvod Shabbat is Kabbalat Shabbat, the receiving of the Shabbat, the Melech, the Shechina, we can now understand why, according to many opinions in Halacha, when starting Shabbat before the actual time of Shkiah, the moment that prohibits Melacha is either in Lechadodi or in Mizmor Shir. Mizmor Shir Liyom Shabbat, which is said immediately after Bo'i B'Shalom. And according to some customs, where we don't say that, Mizmor Shir is the expression of Knisat Shabbat. What we are saying here is when we turn around in Bo'i B'Shalom, we are now ready to receive the Melech, to receive the Shekhinah. The moment the Shekhinah enters the Bet Knesset, 
the minute the Shekhinah enters our lives, we are meant now for the next 24, 25 hours to be focused on the Shekhinah, not on the mundane day-to-day activities. Therefore, at this moment, even though it's before Shkiah, at this moment, we are prohibited from doing Melacha. Melacha is a distraction from our focus on the Shekhinah. When we've received the Shekhinah, we've turned around, whether to the west or to the door, and we've received our great guest, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shekhinah, Shabbat, then we no longer can do Melacha until the conclusion of Shabbat.